Welcome to Get Up In The Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Alex Sturbaum. We recorded this a couple days ago in front of my house, over six feet apart. Shout out to John Summers, Get Up In The Cool's newest Patreon supporter. They signed up to get the entire Get Up In The Cool music archive, which by now, by my estimate, has over 70 hours of tunes and songs tagged and organized into albums for your musical library. Thank you so much, John, and everyone who keeps this show funded every week. Stick around afterwards, and I'll tell you how to keep up with Alex Sturbaum. But first, here's our interview in jam. Enjoy. When I sit down at my table, clasp my hands and bow my head, should I thank my heavenly landlord for my daily crust of bread? When the hunter's in his stable and the hound's in his pack, get the pickings of the harvest on which I break my back. And it feels like a winter spit to eat in hell to pay. It feels like a red or dine on Boxing Day. Oh, it feels like a winter spit to eat in hell to pay. It feels like a red or dine on Boxing Day. There's a fence around the common land that's put there by the law. It's called hunting if you're gentry, but it's poaching if you're poor. And the law forgives your trespass like the hound forgives the fox. You must measure all your blessings with the haypence in your box. And it feels like winter with tea and hell to pay. It feels like a red or dine on Boxing Day. Oh, it feels like winter with tea and hell to pay. It feels like a red or dine on Boxing Day. Now the forest is a shipwreck and the fields are full of stone. It's hard to find a blade of grass some bastard doesn't know. They've stopped the ebb up for us and they've drove us into town. Now they say there's no work for us and they've shut the factory down. And it feels like winter spitting and hell to pay. It feels like a red or dine on Boxing Day. Oh, it feels like winter spitting and hell to pay. It feels like a red or dine on Boxing Day. Wipe the smile clean off your bloody face And it feels like a winter spitting in hell to pay It feels like a red or dine on Boxing Day Oh, it feels like a winter spitting in hell to pay It feels like a red or dine on Boxing Day 
That's the ending that we rehearsed. <laughs> just, just right. Nailed it. Alex Sturbaum, welcome back to Get Up in the Cool. Cameron DeWitt, thank you again so much for having me. Yeah. Hey, thank you for having me at this year's Vashon sessions, which uh, were not on Vashon. <laughs> they were in Olympia this year, but uh, but the magic was there. Thanks, thanks again for coming. Uh, it was really wonderful to have you. So, for those who don't remember or haven't listened to your first appearance on Get Up in the Cool, will you tell us about that project? We played this song, among many others, and recorded it for this year at this project, but will you tell us about it? Yeah. So the Vashon Sessions is a uh, collaborative music project that um, that I and some friends and, uh, and collaborators have been doing for three years running now. Uh, that is, it's inspired by the Transatlantic Sessions, which is a BBC series, but the, the basic principle is that we take a whole bunch of really good folk musicians from various traditions, um, old-time, uh, Celtic, maritime singing, bluegrass, and we basically put them in a little house on Vashon Island for a weekend. No rehearsal, um, no preparation, we set up mics, and we just make an album. Someone brings a tune, we all learn the tune, we do three or four takes of it, and we move on. And we arrange it, um, we arrange it all on the spot, and we let all of the influences bounce off each other, and we let everyone sort of get excited about what they're excited about. And um, it's this, is, this has been our third year running, and it's been just an absolute joy. It's one of the best things in my life. Um, Brian Lindsay, a friend of the show, and, yes. <laughs> um, and my, uh, my best friend and most constant musical collaborator is the recording engineer for the Vashon Sessions, and I produce it. And uh, we, uh, we just got done cutting the, uh, the third Vashon Sessions album. It was so much fun, and I was... Y'all were so hospitable. Like, you made me feel completely safe and secure given that the idea of attempting to do that now is it's kind of a stressful idea and I felt just like very taken care of and the boundaries were respected by everyone there um, Brian uh, did like so much work to set up um, screens and shields uh, not only for, you know, the sound quality, but also to make sure that people who were singing weren't going to be blowing particles into the rest of the band. And, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, I was really impressed at how, how safe it felt, all things considered. Yeah. It, it was sort of a tricky needle to thread doing, uh, doing something that collaborative yes. together in, uh, in this time. But I'm I'm really glad we we managed to do it. Being able to record outside helped a lot. Yes, um, we actually had to reschedule to a different weekend um, uh, because because the weather was pretty bad in Olympia the weekend it was originally supposed to happen. Which uh, silver linings that meant that um, we had some last minute cancellations, which freed up uh, freed up some spots in the in the numbers for you to come, which was really a, a huge delight. It was it was a huge delight to make a, a last minute uh, <laughs> a last minute plan uh, to 
to essentially go to the only music festival I've been to since <laughs> since February. Yeah. <laughs> it was really nice. Uh, and the weather was good, but there were some definitely, like, wet and humid moments, but we, like, made it made it work without anything getting destroyed. We did have to put your tack head banjo in the dryer. I had... <laughs> I had a lovely connective moment with uh, the percussionist for the the weekend, Julie. Julie Bennett. Yeah. Julie Bennett, and uh, she she told me that she put her Bowron in the in the dryer, not turned it on with it in the dryer, but turned on the dryer in high heat and then put it inside. And then I was like, oh, Do you think? do you think that would work on my banjo? She's like, yeah, you should try it. And then I did. And that's the reason, the only reason that, uh, that there will be a, an appearance from Miss Tackhead on this, on this album. Yeah. The, the Tackhead banjo track that, um, that Cameron led was glorious. Oh yeah. Shout out to former guest of the show, Don Stratton. Uh, we played your tune uh, without permission, because I felt very confident that <laughs> we would have your blessing. So, uh, New Harbor will will be on the fashion section sessions with some spicy Cajun triangle. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for yeah coming down here. I'm I'm already. <laughs> this is the thing I usually say. I'm just grateful that you're here. It's so lovely. Uh, what else do you want to play? for this little session and, and why. What do you want to do next? Um, let's do Big Black Bird. Great. You have a new album out this year that you you miraculously had all of this time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know how you found all the time, uh, but uh, it seemed like you somehow got a bunch of time and were able to cut a new album. Yeah. Um, the uh, There were... <laughs> what happened was... Uh, Brian and I had just left for the the longest tour we'd ever done, um, and it the tour kicked off at the uh, at the end of March, and we ended up in New York City um, when just like the entire country shut oh down, and we were just sort of staring blankly at each other as the gigs just sort of canceled one after the other, and we were just trying to figure out how we were getting home, and I basically turned to Brian and said, I think I'm going to have to make another record. Yeah. <laughs> because the alternative was just, like, being at home and being depressed indefinitely. Um, and I had a, a number of tunes that I had written or collected over the last couple years um, since River Run Wide came out that I was pretty excited about. I was going to say, I have a, a hard time, and I hope you take this as a highest praise, I have a hard time telling which ones are the originals and which ones are the uh, things that other people have written or traditional musics. Oh, well, thank you. Because you you write, you're so good at writing in in your own voice, but also in the vernacular that you're working in. And uh, which one is this one? <laughs> this is one of mine. Awesome. Um, it's a it's an apocalyptic sort of corvid song. Um, it was written just sort of looking at the state of the world around us and thinking, you know what, the crows will probably be fine. It's <laughs> a silver lining. Big black bird come round my door in the morning 
In the morning, boys, big blackbird come round my door in the morning. Boys, big blackbird come round my door just like he done the day before. Says best get ready, there's a big change coming in the morning. What news you brought to me in the morning? In the morning, boys, what news, what news you brought to me in the morning? Boys, what news, what news you brought to me while I've been sailing over the sea? What have you seen while winging free in the morning? Asked him, had he seen my girl in the morning? In the morning, boys, asked him, had he seen my girl in the morning? Boys, asked him, had he seen my girl? No, sir, though I've been o'er this world, she's gone, long gone, and she ain't a coming back in the morning. Asked him, had he seen my town in the morning? In the morning, boys, asked him, had he seen my town in the morning? Boys, asked him, had he seen my town? Yes, sir, yes, I watched it drown. Sea come up, and it all come down in the morning. Asked him, had he seen my land in the morning? In the morning, boys, asked him, had he seen my land in the morning? Boys, asked him, had he seen my land? Yes, sir, there's fire from sea to strand, and it's in the grips of a poisoned man in the morning. How can you speak these words so free in the morning? In the morning, boys, how can you speak these words so free in the morning? Boys, how can you speak these words so free when each one tears my heart from me? Why should I care for that, says he in the morning? There's a big storm a-coming and there's nowhere to go in the morning. In the morning, boys, big storm a-coming and there's nowhere to go in the morning. Boys, big storm a-coming and there's nowhere to go. The rent's too high and the money's too low. It's coming fast and you change too slow in the morning. Short on time in the morning. In the morning, boys, you're long on blame and short on time in the morning. Boys, you're long on blame and short on time, but me and mine will do just fine. We'll pick your bones and eat your eyes in the morning. Big blackbird come round my door in the morning. In the morning, boys, big black bird come round my door in the morning. Boys, big black bird come round my door just like he done the day before. Says best get ready, there's a big change coming in the morning. Boys, you best get ready, there's a big change coming in the morning. 
special guest neighbor who seems to use a circular saw every day. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's atmosphere, that is. That's some atmo. Wow, what a... What an ap- appropriately spooky song. Thank you. It's, uh... It's kind of an intense song, but we're living in kind of an intense time. Yeah. Did you write that in, like, a particular... With a particular tradition or genre, like, in mind? Or did that did it all just sort of congeal into that? Like, that form sounds familiar. Um, I think that I was sort of vaguely reaching for um, the tradition of, uh, of American folk song, um, more so than, than, like... Celtic or English, mm-hmm. but sort of the uh, the form of it just popped fully formed into my head, and as as we talked about in in my last episode, I I sort of draw from a lot of different traditions, yeah. um, like from sort of in the transatlantic style. So I can't really say what tradition that was written in, sure. Other than that, I wanted it to be a song that I could sing it. A social thing and have people join in on you know there's some there's some i want to say it's like a scottish ballad about like a, a corpse of a knight in the woods that gets his eyes picked like plucked out by crows or ravens and twa corbies yeah there it is <laughs> i was thinking about that in <laughs> I saw two Corby's Mackinane. One did tay, the other say, Oh, where shall we gang and dine today? Oh, where shall we gang and dine today? That one. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, I appreciate that idea of, you know, nature will, will live on. <laughs> and the, someone or something will be fine. Yeah. After we've fucked everything up. <laughs> yeah. And for just for the record, I love crows. Like yeah. I, I really I adore corvids. So they're uh <laughs> they one starred in a spooky song, but that is not meant to their detriment. Well sure, like I have a certain amount of respect for creatures that have disdain or indifference for human life. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's an element to which it's relatable. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. kind of serve as an avatar for that cynicism and I, that I feel like is useful. Yeah, it's it's quite nice sometimes to to remember that we aren't the center of the universe, however much we would like to be. <laughs> Heresy. <laughs> well, uh Do you want to play some Newfoundland tunes next? I would love to play some Newfoundland tunes. You've been tunes. getting into Newfoundland music. Sorry. That's, a, that's fine. There's going to be a brief interruption. Can hey, fam. So, you've been getting into Newfoundland tunes. Yeah. I mean, Newfoundland music was sort of my, my big gateway drug into, into traditional folk music. Oh. Um, I, like, there had always been folk music in my house growing up, but it wasn't until I got, re- when I was like 13, 12 or 13 and impressionable, and I got really into this um, folk rock band from, from Newfoundland. Oh, wow. Um, that I, that just sort of got 
went went from oh music is cool and it's around to I must do this. Yeah. Um, and I've always loved that style of music. It's it's like, but then I sort of ended up going into Irish music, which was similar, but there are a lot more people around that play it. What what separates Newfoundland? Do you, well, first of all. Is there an adjective form of Newfoundland to refer to the music? Um, I think just like Newfoundland music. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, what separates Newfoundland music from, uh, like to me, the tunes we're about to play, they they sound related to Celtic music, yeah. but but they're definitely different. Yeah. But I can't put my finger on it because I'm so. Uh, ignorant about that area of that direction of music. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Newfoundland music is does have a whole lot of Irish influence. A lot of the um, a lot of the, the you know the first Europeans who who settled Newfoundland were um, were Irish or Irish and English, but mostly um, but mostly Irish um, and mostly from the southwest of Ireland. So like a lot of the the like particular tune forms sound very similar to the polkas and slides but um it also just sort of marinated there because newfoundland can, was like a very isolated island for a very long period of time so it sort of got its own sort of style also it's fairly like the closest part of canada that newfoundland is to um other than like nova scotia is french canada so sure. some of that french influence got in a lot of newfoundland tunes are crooked um and also Whereas, like, in, say, Nova Scotia or Quebec, like, the main thing is the fiddle. In Newfoundland, the main thing is the voice and the accordion. Mm. Like, there are, like, there's, that's not to say the fiddle's non-existent. There were a lot of, like, master fiddlers from Newfoundland. Yeah. But a lot of Newfoundland music is very accordion-centric, which, yeah. as an accordion, and specifically button accordion-centric. Yeah, nice for you. <laughs> yeah, which, as a button accordion player, is very exciting to me. Yeah. Um, and so I've, I've always loved this style of music, and... But I've, but like I say, not a lot of people play it. But this summer, again, since I had a lot of time, I, uh, I decided to really go back into that woodpile, and to, uh, to learn a bunch more Newfoundland tunes and and start really delving into the tradition. And I also put a few few uh, tracks of Newfoundland tunes on the album, just because nobody said I could, and also because it meant that I could, um, also because it meant that. Since um, Brian Lindsay and Panka Jane Chalewski, um were guest musicians on the album, I could say, hey, I'm making this album, learn these tunes, and now my friends know these tunes. Yeah, perfect. Just like I'm doing with you now. <laughs> Great. Uh, not that you need a pretense, but I'm happy to, <laughs> happy to oblige. So what are the tunes that we're about to play? Um... First one's called Like You Would. It's a hornpipe, and it's recently composed, but I'm afraid I can't remember who wrote it, but I got it off the album Island to Island. Um, the second tune is called Kitty's Gone A-Clinking. Great. <laughs> and the third tune is called The Buffet Double. Is Kitty uh, a person and is clinking drinking? I'm pretty sure like Kitty's a... glasses? I actually have no idea, but I like that explanation. Okay. <laughs> I guess it could literally be a kitty. <laughs> it could be, but I, I think it's a person, and I like... I think... Wherever you are, kitty, I hope that you're having as good a time as we are. Word. All right. Yeah. 
ready. Well, as ready as I will ever be to play Newfoundland tunes <laughs> on the banjo. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Thank you. 
tunes in a row without pause. <laughs> thank you for your patience. <laughs> well, thank you for playing these tunes. I, I love all of those tunes a lot, and, uh, and it's really nice to play them with you. Hmm. <laughs> so, I, if I remember right, the one that we just played is not on the album, correct? That's correct. We are doing a, a bonus track of another Newfoundland set. Yes. So, I a select few of you who support the show <laughs> will get to hear that as well. If you want more box. <laughs> Diluted with claw hammer. <laughs> if that's a thing Enhanced you with claw hammer. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, what, what else is on the list? I don't even remember. What, what are we doing next? <clears throat> I think we'll... We might get political now for a moment. Good. Actually, come to think of it, in, a <clears throat> in some way, shape, or form... We're probably going to stay political for the for the rest of the app. So great. Yeah, we started political. We got apocalyptic. We took a little breather, and then it's just it's all it's all intense for the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a, per a particularly edgy episode. I'm into it. <laughs> so, so which of the political numbers are are we doing next? This is a song that. Uh, is sort of a rewrite of an old traditional Irish song. Uh, and this was uh, a song that... The original song is called Nell Flaherty's Drake, and it's a, uh, it's a wonderful series of curses against somebody who has wantonly murdered a really good duck. A duck? Yeah. And, okay. Uh, and the duck is, I believe, a metaphor for an Irish freedom fighter. Ah, gotcha. Um, but the curses are amazing. It's, you know, may his spade never dig, may his sow never pig, may each hair on his wig be well thrashed with a flail. Wow. May his door have no latch, may his roof have no thatch, may his turkeys not hatch, may the rats eat his mail. 
and uh, hey, the rats eat his mail. And, Delightful. Yeah, and they're great curses, but um, but uh, Brian, who co-wrote this, and I, um, this is Brian Lindsay, my bandmate in Countercurrent. We uh, we figured that for one thing, like a lot of the curses were, you know. 19th century agrarian curses sure. not particularly relatable to the modern listener and also that there were some people these days who were kind of deserving of, of a good curse yeah of, of like some modern curses exactly yeah and these are these are absolutely delightful <laughs> like just venomous schadenfreude just like everything I need <laughs> Yeah, I, I I love this song. I remember when you when it came out, and I I was I was just going like, oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah, who's who, are are you going to just let the song speak for itself? Then I think the, so. Great, I think it does very eloquently. It, it does not. Some songs are couched in um, in double meanings and nuance, and, like the original of the song. In fact, because yeah. it's not actually about a duck, right? However, uh, this rewrite, we decided this is not a nuanced time we live in, so. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Come folk of this nation and pay great attention to the words that I mention and what I do say. For if you will listen, I'll tell of a villain who over this country too long has held sway. I'll sing of McConnell, that dirty old scoundrel, a thief, cat, and wastrel of highest degree. A cheat and a coward who craves not but power and works every hour against you and me. This country's great schism and bitter division have come from McConnell's great vision and plan. His foul machinations have shut down the nation and brazenly stole the great court of our land. The rules he has broken and lies he has spoken, he's allied himself with a racist buffoon. May every misfortune become Mitchell's portion and plague him each day till he enters his tomb. May his toast always burn, may his milk always turn, may he step on a Lego each day when he wakes, may his car be rear-ended, his license suspended, may he find half a maggot next time he eats steak, may his Facebook be cracked, may his passwords be hacked, may his phone lock him out many thousands of times, may his credit score dwindle from those who have swindled this miser who covets our nickels and dimes. May his pants all be stained, his attorney arraigned. May his pacemaker always be needing a charge. May his dewlap be shriveled, his liver be riddled. With polyps and cysts, may his prostate enlarge. May the change he denies cause the rivers to rise and flood out his basement with sewage and slime. So the spores of black mold may rise up and take hold of his lungs as a payment for his awful crimes. May his shoes 
never tie, may his ink never dry. May the bag always break when he takes out the trash. May he fall down the stairs, lose the rest of his hair. May he play online poker and lose all his cash. May his friends all forsake him, arthritis or take him. May he ne'er rest easy by day or by night. May his insurance fail him when sicknesses ail him and leave him with nothing alone in his plight. Soon it will be November, and I bid you remember the seed of a senator's no guarantee. Kentuckians, all we are counting on y'all to oust this smirking bastard and set us all free. Our way will be harried, the manders are jerried, so we mustn't tarry or surely we'll fail to make sure next year Mitchell, that son of a bitch, will be out on the street in disgrace or in jail. Oh my goodness. That is, that is just the most ridiculous punchline I've ever heard for a tune. It's so great. Uh, that was shoot. <laughs> Brian and I actually had to, we had to take a breather um, after we finished writing that one because we had to get really mean. Yeah, it's, you know. I've been thinking about this song lately because um, at the time of recording this, Trump, I think it's just, I think today he announced that he's getting out of the hospital mm -hmm. uh, from catching COVID, even even though they've all been so careful. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been really interesting to watch the discussion on the internet, uh, the, <laughs> the way that people are talking about you know, some of these ideas about, like, you know, kind of, like, basic, like, dignity and, like, civility and, like, kind of shaming people for being happy that... That he might die. That he might die or that he might be sick or, or suffering. And and I think that it's, like, I understand, I understand that. I was raised in, <laughs> I was raised in religion and, like, had these lofty ideas of, like, Wanting the best for people, wanting redemption for people, etc., and those things. I understand where they're coming from, but I also feel like it is. I, f I feel that it is an incredibly privileged position to um, shame people who are suffering for 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 delighting in the possibility of having some of their suffering lifted. Not that there is necessarily going to be a direct causal relationship, you know? Yeah. Of, uh, I mean, the damage is already done <laughs> from these last four years. But, like, yeah, you know, like, if anyone deserves to die from a terrible disease like this, from the plague, it's, you know, it's got to be, like, the person who had more civilian drone deaths in the, you know, first year of office than Obama had in his entire presidency. Yeah. It's got to be the person who's made the, the the worst pandemic response in the world, basically. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, why aren't you, why aren't you happy <laughs> about it? Or why aren't you admitting it? Like, <clears throat> like there, at a certain point, you have to, like in order to have humanity, you have to, like, be willing to, like, 
see when someone has lost all their humanity. And I feel like the same and more can be applied to Mitch McConnell. Absolutely. Um, like, I, I would say that at this point I loathe, I loathe McConnell more than I loathe the president, and that's yeah. saying something. But, um, but with that particular song, a, a big part of it was that, like, every time McConnell would do something, you know, people would be howling for blood, and then there would be, you know, the initial backlash. Like, yep. does calling, does, like, like, because calling for the death of someone you disagree with, like, that's, like, that's a slippery slope either way, you, yeah. um, like, even, like, deserved or not, like, that raises some troubling aspects. However, wishing for every minor inconvenience and small misery <laughs> that life can give you, I think is entirely justified. I, I would hate to say something ignorant or, like, lean into a, 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 a negative stereotype. My impression is that the Irish people have a, a proud heritage of pettiness. <laughs> That they cling to uh, gleefully, especially when it comes to um, insurgency. Um, so, I I really appreciate the, the that tradition of like leaning into um, just meanness, <laughs> and I especially like it coming from you and Brian, who are basically the sweetest people that I know. And it's like, well, yeah, I got to take you seriously if you're willing to say all these. Yeah, I, the one that like I know there's. I mean, black mold is wishing for someone's death because <laughs> it's ki literally killed people. But the one that really hit me is like ba the bag always ripping when you take out the trash. <laughs> like I like recoil like <laughs> whenever I hear that in the song. <laughs> it, that's awful. There's something <laughs> for everything. The, uh, I like also like you're a parent uh, twice over, and I've, every time we play that one live. When we get to the line about the Lego, oh, you yeah. see the flash of recognition in parents' eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a wonderfully written song. Uh, I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for for giving us the platform to to sing it. Ditch Mitch. Ditch Mitch, indeed. Um, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that there are listeners um, in Kentucky, and please do your part. We uh, we need some change. Yeah. Everyone is counting on you in Kentucky, whoever's listening. <laughs> well, what have we done so far? Is that the fourth one? Yeah, that's the fourth one. I think we were planning on doing six in yeah. the episode proper. What do you want to do next? Let's do another one from Lumix. Yeah. Um, this is... Uh... This is a song that I got at a Youth Traditional Song Weekend. I actually got this one in the first one we sang, Boxing Day. Shout out to Nicole. Shout out to Nicole Singer, um, an amazing, amazing singer. Um, Nicole and I are actually, we've been accountability buddies lately um, because I've been egging her on about making another album, and I'm also sort of in the larval stages of organizing sort of a, a West Coast answer to Youth Traditional Song Weekend. Good. Um, and so we've been, like, talking about our plans and ideas and uh, basically making sure that, since we're talking about them, that uh, that they happen. Yeah. But um, I heard uh, Crispin, Crispin Youngberg sing Boxing Day um, at, er, in January in the Before Times at YTS, and it really took my breath away. Um, and uh, this is a song sort of in the same vein. Um, this is a song from... 
English um, singer-songwriter Graham Moore, and it's about the uh, the 18th century philosopher and writer Thomas Paine, who um, who talked about the universal rights of humans and that any government that does not recognize those rights is not a legitimate government. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, but it's about Tom Paine and it's also about his bones. <laughs> One, two. One, two, three. Oh, 
song. <laughs> I think it was. I think that when I first heard it, it was, it was two or three in the morning, and uh, the whiskey had been flowing, and just like the whole room hollered on the chorus. Mm. It was just one of those moments when like you hear a song and you're just like, one, that's one of the greatest things I've ever heard. Two, don't mind if I do. I'm stealing that. Yunk. <laughs> yep. That first time I heard it was at your old home in Seattle in February. My my last uh, <clears throat> hang with civilization, free from <laughs> free from worry, uh, before uh, lockdown. Had a, had a stolen moment between interviews where we got to play, and you, you introduced me to that song. I remember that. That was uh, that was a good night. Yeah. I think we just have one left. Stand steady, right? That's yeah. what we're gonna do. This song is so lovely and so hopeful, and I really, really appreciate it and need it. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, yeah, this song was actually um, my friend uh, Laura Alexander asked me to write this song um, because there's a lot of. Um, is this the Laura that I know? Probably the one from Bash on Sessions. No, that's um, that's Laura Bassett, okay. who um, is a wonderful, wonderful singer. And uh, if uh, <laughs> she might be someone who could be on the show because she's got lots of songs. Great. Um, different, different. One. Yeah, but no, um, she's a um, she's a cellist and um, and a singer and many other things. I believe she's from Philly. Oh, right on. Yeah, but um, there's it was written. Uh, in support of there's a when uh, when the pandemic hit there were a lot of um, there were a lot of folks in the contra scene who um, there a number of them you know worked in essential fields yeah um, healthcare specifically um, but but you know other other essential fields and you know contra like everyone was feeling the pinch from from you know the lack of contact and and that stress yeah. and isolation but like especially within the contra scene. Um, it's so close knit and just like such a yeah. such a really warm community. <clears throat> and Laura wanted to uh, to write a song that would sort of express some of that love and support. Um, but when we wrote this, we we also realized that there were a lot of things that needed to happen um, beyond just like we like we can sing a song and we can tell you we care about you a lot, but. Yeah. Material help is needed because material help is not forthcoming through the yeah. channels it should be. Yep. And so we uh, we put together a project called the Stand Steady Fundraiser. And so I I made a video of singing of myself singing this song, and uh, Jonathan Work from uh, gosh I don't remember where Jonathan lives, but uh, a very talented person who with uh, with various instruments and also uh, audio and visual editing edited something like 50 different people playing and singing oh, wow. on the song and we we made a video of it um and uh then we attached that to uh to a couple different fundraisers for for different causes raising raising funds for essential workers so this is overall a song sending out love and support to to those who have been on the front lines through through all of this and promising that we'll uh that will be smart and not make their jobs harder. Yeah. And uh, that we'll be ready to 
welcome them back with love and a hug once we can do that. Hmm. Well, uh, before we play it, uh, I want to say that you know the whole like essential non-essential dichotomy mm-hmm. dichotomy of, of workers has been really interesting. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, a lot of discussions, a lot yeah. of heated discussions about what that means and yeah. some bitterness. And uh, for whatever it's worth, and I, I do not mean this to be like a political statement as much as just a emotional friend statement. I think your work is really essential, and I really want you to. Uh, keep doing it and to be able to keep doing it even though um, this is a in its own unique way a hostile time to be a musician um, especially one who I mean you make so much of your living playing for dances and um, you're just on the road a lot or you, you used to be and I guess I just want to say how, how do we support your music in the way that is best for you? Where do we find Loomings? How would you prefer us to find Loomings? And uh, other projects, etc. Plug, plug away. Plug in time. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I think that you can, you can definitely support Loomings. Um, you can buy it on Bandcamp, uh, like alexsturbaum.bandcamp.com or no, sorry, bandcamp.com slash Alex Sturbaum, one or the other. I will, I will say that there seems to be an exodus from Spotify, especially now that people really depend on kind of like digital sales or stream, stream revenue and stuff. There's, there's been something of an exodus brewing from Spotify, which I really appreciate. Not that people shouldn't listen to your music on Spotify and give you those yeah. fractions of pennies, but there's the dilemma of how... Do you listen to your music if it's not from one of these streaming services? And I think Bandcamp is really cool in that there's a ton of music that you probably want to listen to on Bandcamp, and you can build a digital cloud-based library on Bandcamp by using by buying stuff on Bandcamp, downloading the app on your phone, and then you can stream that music from your phone or from whatever device just from your account, and it'll hold the library there. In and it's it's just it's gotten to the point where it's very we haven't decided how we're going to be like listening to and collecting music <laughs> right now in the music industry and I think that's a really compelling way because it answers the like you don't have to sync you know yeah. iTunes or whatever uh, but you can just have your library there so I most trad music musicians have their albums on Bandcamp yeah I think and. If you want to start supporting uh, trad musicians who maybe don't have as many streams and can't rely on that revenue in the same way, but specifically need sales, you can buy their album on, on Bandcamp, get the app on your phone or whatever, or on your computer, and just listen to it that way. And it's just a really easy way of organizing your music. And I think that's a really eloquent answer. And Bandcamp does the every first Friday. It's like all the revenue goes to the artists. Yeah. It's it's really an amazing thing. Um, so yeah, um, Bandcamp is a great way um, to do it. You can you can find uh, both of my solo albums on Bandcamp as well as the albums uh, released by my uh, band Countercurrent with Brian Lindsay and all of my other projects. You can find 
Uh, you can find links to all my albums at my website, alexsturbaum.com. Also, um, you can check out the Vashon Sessions at thevashonsessions.com or thevashonsessions.bandcamp.com. Um, bandcamp.com slash thevashonsessions. I can never remember which one comes first. Yeah. Um, yeah. But cool, I'll, I'll link yeah. it. It'll be in the show notes. And the cool thing about the Vashon Sessions is that those albums are free. Yeah. Um, we release them, like, we make them free albums partly because we think that, you know, folk music is for everybody, partly because it gives us more freedom to record what, um, what we want to. Yeah. Like, rather than, like, do we have to, you know, worry about copyrights issues? Um, but, yeah, you can download the Vashon Sessions albums. Um, volumes 1 and 2 are out already. Volume 3 should be out sometime in the next few months, um, featuring Cameron DeWitt. And um, the only thing about the Vashon Sessions is that if you feel like you should, um, like you should give something, if you download the Vashon Sessions, we um, and feel like donating something, we suggest uh, donating to Real Rent, du Real Rent Duwamish, mm. which is an organization that uh, sort of pays symbolic rent to the Duwamish tribe, who is the uh, mm. original original inhabitants of Vashon Island and yeah. could and deserve recognition and support. Deserve rent. Yes, that's exactly. A, that's a great that's a great way to put that. I appreciate that. Thanks so much for spending so much time with me this last weekend and today and all the travel and expenses and resources that go into that. It's been a delight for me. Thank you so much for the same. Like, yeah, I've we really, really enjoyed having you at Vashon, mm. and I've enjoyed the heck out of this afternoon. Me too. All right, stand, stand steady. Stand steady. What key is this in? F. Okay, good. I'm still in F. Are we in F together? Yeah, sounds yeah. close enough. off your scrub, stumble in through the door, step into the shower and scrub yourself raw, sit in at eleven and back out at four, for there's work to be done for the living, you toil on the border between life and death, you're fighting for those who are fighting for breath, it's a battle that takes until little is left, and it's fearful and seldom forgiving. My friends in the darkest of times Our love will go with you as you hold the line When the hardship has passed We ask one will entwine And we'll dance to a better world coming Behind gloves, behind masks There's a courage that dwells When you head off to work In a world gone to hell Do the job you were trained for And do it as well as you can With the tools you pick and ministers promise to serve and to give us relief that we need and deserve. Well, if any of them had half of your nerve, they'd have done more and done it unbidden. Stand steady, my friends, in the darkest of times. Our love will go with you as you hold the line. When the hardship has passed, we have one.
Visit Alex Sturbaum's website to buy their albums and contact them for lessons. That's alexsturbaum.com. You can also go straight to their Bandcamp pages for their projects, all linked in the show notes. Visit thevashonsessions.com to learn more about that awesome project and get those albums. And one more thing to plug for Alex, not mentioned in the interview, it produced a legacy album commemorating the songs and poetry of Alice Winship, a leading figure in the Seattle maritime singing scene. That's also linked in the show notes. Support Get Up In The Cool at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. Order a mask, t-shirt, bag, sticker, or phone case at Get Up In The Cool's merch store. Make sure to like and follow Get Up In The Cool on Facebook so you can see the video I posted from this episode and share it with everyone you know. Visit pitchforkbanjo.com for my instructional banjo series. Check out my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set, available in all the same places as Get Up In The Cool. And everything I just mentioned is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up In The Cool.